0: All right, guys, we are on. This is Welcome to Mutiny Radio's Joke Workshop. How's everybody doing out there this evening? Make some noise. Come on now. Oh, you guys. Well, welcome. My name is Pam Benjamin. I will be your host this evening. In case you guys don't know, each comic in the room gets 37 minutes I'm not fucking, with, 37 minutes, the joke workshop tonight, in case you guys were wondering, your time starts when you run out of something to say, all right? Round of applause for Joey Avery, he's in the house, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is bad. Yeah. This is, gonna be a hot this is going to be a hot one. Compact disc, hold on, got to put that... Yeah. Alright, let's go ahead and bring up that first comic, ladies and gentlemen. Big round of applause for Mr. Joey Avery to the stage, ladies
1: and gentlemen. Welcome to stage, Joey Avery. Woo! Let's fucking do this shit. Woo. I love this. Let's see. If anyone can go their entire set without any disclaimers about, ah, this is just some new stuff. Or, <laughs> well, that's going to work in front of a real audience. Uh, I know I won't. Uh, Mondays, love love Mondays. <laughs> I uh came off a pretty big uh pretty big drinking weekend. I like drinking. I think it's Contrary to popular belief, I do think it's important. I think it's good for you. I think it's a great time. It is always tough on Monday when you get back and you talk to your sober friends, though, and you're like, oh, hey, how was your weekend? They're like, oh, it was a ton of fun. What What'd you do? And you're like, yeah, I had a great time, too. What, what were you up to? And they're just like, oh, yeah, I built a tent out of recycled fabric. I rescued a cat, and I sent money to a small boy in Fiji who needs to eat this week. What did you do? And you're like... I sang to Journey, that was pretty much my whole weekend, really fun and productive as well, Um, that was a repurposed tweet, oh, I already made a disclaimer, god damn it, Uh, no, I do, I actually have one sober friend who's never drank, he saw people drink growing up, he decided it wasn't for him, I always ask him, like, "Yo, you never wanted to try it, why don't you want to drink, and he's like, drinking is not fun because it makes you stupid, And I'm like, don't you get it, stupid me's the fun one. (laughs) Like, what's wrong with you? Like, smart me is not going to throw a ball into a cup for four hours. Drunk stupid me is fucking game. He doesn't even want to go to the bar or talk to girls. He just wants to play games. That's a fun guy to hang out with, okay? Hot off the heels of reading Nietzsche, Joey isn't going to fucking ride a mechanical bull with you. You don't want to go out with that guy. He sucks, all right, you want to hang out with stupid me, that's the fun guy. That's the one who makes friends. Uh, that's why country concerts are cool. I get why a lot of people don't like country. They're like, country is a stupid type of music. When I go to country concerts, everyone there is stupid. The music's stupid. I'm like, again, that's why it's fun. <laughs> right? You think they're trying to be smart? The entire premise of country is I drive an old truck, I drink, and I read one book. All right? That's not trying to be smart. One book. Okay. Um. (laughs) Oh, fuck. What does that say? Yeah, I think think it's also important because it's humbling. You know? You get drunk with your friends. It's like it builds relationships just the way that you build muscles. Like it, it spends a whole night tearing you down just so you can build back up stronger. You know, Because every time you go out drinking with friends, what's the verbiage? It's like, oh, you want to get fucking trashed? You want to get destroyed? You want to get fucked up? And then one of your friends is like, no, I think I want to be productive this week. And you're like, fuck you. <laughs> you don't get to come. You don't get to add things to society. We're tearing ourselves down. It's probably just a thought. Um, what else? Did you say something, motherfucker? Yeah, I know, I know. I, uh, the reason that I opened my set with that is because I knew that was going to be my punctuation mark for this particular uh, outing. You ever hear comics talk about, they're like, you know, you got to get to the point where you don't care about the crowd, all right? You're just up there for you. You're working through what you want to talk about. Does that fucking exist? I've never, <laughs> I've never found that. I'm always like, do something, even though I know that when I sit in that chair... I'm not doing shit. You could write something brilliant. I probably will have a hard time laughing tonight. Um, It's okay. Don't tip your hand, Avery. They'll never laugh at you. Uh, Let's see. (laughs) What else do I have on top? Apparently, I've been drinking a lot because that's what I want to talk about. I do, I do think it's interesting. I think it's actually a pretty accurate portrayal of life because even if you have one of those bad nights drinking where you go out with your friends and you're having a bunch of fun and then you hit that point where you get separated, you lose all your friends, you fucking pee your pants, you're still going to look back and you'll be like, dude, there was a point in the night where we were as high as it can get. That was it. That's what it's all about you look back on your life and it's the same way, cause you're like, look, I'm gonna end up completely alone, covered in my own bodily fluids and wondering where all my friends have gone, but I will probably look back and be like, damn it, at least there was a moment, <laughs> somewhere around 25, where it was all worth it. I think that's encouraging. Um, so yeah, I don't know. What else do I got? I got something. What's my other? Oh, yeah. I think, uh, oh, data for the people. What's data to the people? Where do you work? Uh, This
2: is my company shirt, but this is from
1: Tableau. Ah, okay. I feel you. Just getting distracted up here doing some crowd work. What, uh, (laughs) do you think this would ever work with the real crowd? What's your biggest life goal? Can you ask real questions in crowd work ever? Is it just like, what would you do this weekend? Where do you work? I'm not going to ask you that. Do you have a big life goal? Wow. Um, yeah. You can think about it. We can talk about it next week. Yeah. Come back it's a recurring segment. I don't know. I think about it a lot because it's always shifting, right? You're like, oh, I want to have X amount of money or I want to have this job or I want to be in a relationship or whatever. And I think all of it to me comes back to the one idea, like the only thing that I actually want ever is to be happy. That's like the only thing that it all adds up to. But it's an interesting one for me because I feel like it's the last thing I'd want people to say about me if I wasn't in the room, you know, because if I actually am happy and someone asks about me, my mom would be like, oh, Joey's doing great. He's. He owns a company. He's doing great with comedy. He's got four beautiful kids. All right. But if she's like, well, you know, Joey's happy, then it's like, I'm selling horsehair candles at a fish concert. All right. It's not the brand of happiness I want. I don't want to have a tie-dye dog named Theory that I sleep with every night. Um,. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like people. I feel like people sleep on the idea that like being happy takes a lot of work. I feel like I meet a lot of smart people that are just like, yeah, I'm just too smart to be happy, man. I'm just not a happy person. I just know the world's fucking bullshit, and I'm like, yeah, it's very clever of you. You found a way to be pessimistic in the face of pessimism. Um, again, not a joke, but that's not why I'm here tonight. All right, I'm here. I'm here for you guys. And I'm here to say that I'm pretty much out of material. Unless I find something. There's wait. Two-minute mark starts now. Two-minute mark? All right, cool. I'm going to go to the phone and just be like, oh, no, I'm just, you know, working stuff. I'm an artist. Um, how many phone notes do you guys have for your comedy bits? Do you have multiple? I have one. I have one, so I just have to scroll the whole thing. But I, I, when I look at it, I'm like, what a body of work. You've really done something. You've really Evernote, done you can search. Evernote. Oh Jesus, um, this is never something that I'm gonna use. But I uh, oh, fucking disclaimer again. Jesus, Avery. Uh, I was. I was. Have, you, have any of you ever flown Virgin Airlines? Yeah, I feel like Virgin is the only airline in the world that would wear a fedora. You know, like if planes wore hats, every other plane would wear like a pilot's hat and Virgin would just wear a fucking fedora. Um, Cause it's, I thought it was gonna be cool. It ended up just being really douchey. Um, let's see. Ooh, here's an interesting thought that never, oh fuck. No more disclaimers, Avery. Uh, I was at the one minute light. Oh, too bad, man, I was about to drop some hot fucking fire on you. Uh, oh, five minutes, perfect. Uh, <laughs> you ever notice how no guys ever faint at girl pop stars? Yeah, what is that, hmm? You want to say we're completely equal and all that shit, and then girls just faint whenever Leonardo DiCaprio walks out of a room. All right, guys stand their fucking ground. They just send creepy messages over Twitter, okay, to their favorite female pop stars. All right? They're not gonna faint. They're just gonna beat off in a closet. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think porn has made my like. I've kind of stopped watching porn mostly because I met Ashton, Uh, and every other comic is like, "Beat off, man! It's good for you." And Ashton's like, "Maybe not," but uh, I feel like porn. Like whenever I watch it, it makes my eyes sluts. You know, like it makes me visually fucking weird. Like I'll look at people creepily on a bus just because I've been watching porn. I'm like, look at that fucking juicy ass. And the rest of me doesn't feel that way. Uh, that's never going to be a joke. Thank you guys so much. My name Joey. Woo! Any questions
0: for Joey uh, Avery up there? Any questions or comments from the audience or crowd? Great job. Best set I've ever seen you do. I thought the goals, uh thing where, like, you're, you don't want
2: people to say that you're happy. And you, I thought that was really funny. Thank you. I need to add something to that someday. That's a great bit. That's a closer, though.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like it needs to have some bubblegum talk. It's a really Let's fun. talk. Uh,
0: Round of applause I for feel, Joey
1: Avery, I, by the way. I feel, yes, thank you. I just feel like, I feel like it's a strong concept – and there's like one punchline, but it needs to like hit a next, there needs to be an entire second half to that joke for it to even like be usable. Yeah. There's because a, it, it's like, go ahead. Gap yeah. How, yeah. Trying to make a transition for how people talk to you in a room, about you when you're not in the room. Right. That's a tough gap to cross, but maybe the second half could be something about um, another character that you call happy. Like you're using use example is pretty good, but. Right. I used to, the the second half of that joke used to be me saying like, it's really, and I just kind of abandoned this because it was so hit or miss, but it was like, it's really hard to be happy. It's really hard work. People sleep on that. Like, look how hard Bill Cosby works to be happy. Yeah. You know, because it is true. Terrible. put in a lot of work professionally and socially and criminally, but you know. I don't know if that's really the direction of like, the point of that joke. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I want to say something interesting, so I'm gonna slide right into a pop culture rape reference well, and just back I, out, you know.
0: I like how you have a fear that that you don't want to be that happy person just at a fish concert selling horsehair candles.
1: Oh, that is interesting. That's your
0: thing. Yeah, that's your fear in that joke because you, to you, that that's a bigger thing because most of those people that are doing that are actually like truly internally happy because
1: right and in the moment and in the moment I think there's the conceptual gap is what what makes you happy doesn't make someone else happy like doesn't make your mom happy right
0: yeah, the, yeah those people are actually happy. I mean right to quote the Beatles happiness was a warm drug or warm gun warm drug too why not <laughs> prefer
1: that uh, that's great. I think that actually kind of opens up a whole new way for me to look at that. So well, air, that's one of the most helpful comments I've had. Air high. Thank you, High guys. fives, guys. All right. Teamwork. Thank you.
0: Round of applause for Joey Avery, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I don't know what that is. That's scary. All right. Uh, guys, your next comedian on stage. I'm not, I've am not. i seen him around, I think, once or twice. Very funny. Gentlemen, please welcome to stage Mr. Jesse Warren, ladies and gentlemen.
3: Hey,
2: guys. Since we're starting off with disclaimers, I've been doing this... For just a couple of weeks, so this could get real weird. Yeah, yeah. 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 so get weird. Yeah. All right, um, I'm Chinese. My mom's super Chinese. I think the most Asian thing she does, the most Chinese thing she does, is she gifts people really bad. She's real bad at gifting people. She'll be like, she'll be like, oh, thank you so much for being my chiropractor. I want to give you a very special gift, this, this is copy of Windows 97, 97 is very good operating system, I uh, I have one for you, and one for your husband, and one for each of your new baby, okay, goodbye, and she'll run off, and you're stuck, you're stuck with four copies of Windows 97. You don't know what to do with them. those'll never come in handy. they'll never come back into style. They're not clothes. they don't go in and out of style they'll never they'll never be useful and uh, she'll do this all the time. She's almost always successful, except when she tries to gift other Asian people, other Asian people are hip to this tactic. My mom tried to gift my Japanese neighbors like an old fan or some dirty socks or something, and they were they were like. Oh, I, I cannot accept such a gracious gift. I cannot accept this. Please take it back before I dishonor my family. And my mom was thrown off. She was like, I don't know how to handle this. Um, I've never, she's never been turned down before. But white people, she can trick you guys real easy. She tricks every white person because you guys will just be like, Oh my God, thank you so much. This is, this is lovely. I don't. I don't know what to say, this is a great gift, thank thank you. And my mom will be like, oh yes, you are very welcome. She'll run off and then you're stuck there with four copies of Windows 97 because uh, white people don't know how to handle being gifted by my mother. Um, okay, so why are homeless people the most aggressive jaywalkers? Why are homeless people the most aggressive jaywalkers? They're not late for a meeting or anything. I don't know, I don't, I don't understand why they get to go diagonal across the cross section and I have to go over and across. I don't know what the rationale is. I think the rationale goes something like, uh, well, I've been homeless over here for a long while. Now I need to be homeless over there real quick. <laughs> I was told I shouldn't talk about homeless people when I was, when I'm doing comedy, but uh, I thought I'd try it anyway. I'm looking forward to hearing your feedback on whether or not that's a good idea. Um. Speaking of jobs, a lot of people are worried about losing their jobs. Um, I don't think people need to be worried about losing their jobs. I think people are overreacting. I don't think people need to worry about it, except for, uh, for archaeologists, because they'll just run out of stuff sometime, right? It's like a finite amount of stuff to be found. <laughs> uh, that's a good joke. So. H- how much time am I doing this for? 17 and a half minutes. <laughs> as long as you want. <laughs> uh, I'll you you two, baby. Okay. I'll give you two. Cool. Cool. Um... I want to get really rich. I want to get really rich just so I can shop at Whole Foods all the time. N- not even, I don't even really want to just shop there all the time. I just want to be able to hang out there every day. Um, I, w- I just want to be hanging out in the Kale aisle, swapping paleo recipes with rich white moms. That's what I want to spend all my time doing. Um, I just wanted to say, I mostly just wanted to say hanging out in the Kale aisle, swapping paleo recipes with rich white moms. I don't really have a joke but it was a sentence that I wanted to say. <sighs> girls, man, girls have the power to make me feel real shitty or insecure about myself, man. Uh everything They don't I don't know if they know how much power they have Um, like like when girls I don't know if girls know that this makes me feel shitty. But if I'm like Facebook messaging you and I'm like, hey, do you want to go do this thing together? And she types she types in. Yeah, sure. Instead of uh, yes, or Oh, my God. Yeah, I'll feel I'll feel real shitty. (laughs) When I was younger uh, and just discovering porn, I'd always just go to porn.com because I thought that that was the only place to find porn. And porn.com is just a catalog of other porn sites, but I wouldn't, I didn't know that I could just click on those things and be redirected, so I just jacked off to a bunch of links to other porn sites. (laughs) (laughs) I did that for a really long time. Um... Cool. Man, I I don't think... uh, I don't... I think it's funny how, like, humans have evolved, especially guys. We've evolved, and we have these, like, thoughts that we have that are vestigial traits of, like, when... Like, when we were primitive. Like, uh, when I first see a woman... I still get all these weird rapey thoughts, but I override them, because that's what I'm supposed to do right now. But in, um, in the past, rape happened all the time. I think like every, at least every one out of one wa- woman got raped. Uh, and, and that's why we have these thoughts, but, uh, but now it's way less chill to do that shit. And uh, I, I, I don't, I'm gonna stop talking about that right now. All right, thanks. <laughs>
0: Oh no no no! Stay up there. We got question and answer. Hey, uh, go ahead and stay up there real quick, Jesse. We're gonna do a qu- we're gonna do a workshop, ladies and gentlemen. Round of applause for Jesse. By the way, that was great. Woo. All right. Can I go first, there, uh, Joey Avery? Can I? Right. Or, hey, you, no. no, you go. I was no. Just, does this work? Yeah. Of course, it's hot, okay. Josie. You go. Can I call you Josie? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Josie's gonna go ahead first. Round round of applause for Josie's feedback.
1: Oh. Woo. Um. Okay, so contrasting things about talking about, like, touchy subjects. The homeless thing was good. I think there was a good punchline there. Uh, if you're going to go, I, I would just probably not do the rape thing. Yeah. Which, yeah, I mean, you're, what did you say? You're, like, two weeks in? Yeah. This is a good place to learn those things, this yeah, particular yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, venue. So. The, I mean, the thing with me, go
0: somewhere? Like oh, yeah, like 26,000 people listen to it, dude. Yeah, you're going to be worry, known as like the rape comic for the next the, 30 years.
1: <laughs> the amount of joke workshops that are online are like sifting through the NSA labs. Yeah. Um, at least that's what I Plus, hope. you're not going to get tagged on this or anything. You're fine. Don't worry about it. Oh, Jesus. Okay, save it. Uh, I. But, yeah, I mean, I guess the principle that you learn with that kind of stuff is like Okay, if I'm going to go into an area that's going to be touchy, what I say needs to be original and definitely funny and have a twist. And that's like eight times more important for areas that are touchy than jokes that aren't. E- e-
0: I agree with that. And, and add one more, if you're going to go into that stuff, you have to also make it very clear, if, especially if you're siding from that, to try put you in it the more you're in that joke in that situation.
1: Somewhat though because you were in that one but it's also like you don't want to come off and you have to be careful about how you come off to an audience as like holy shit this guy's just talking about having... Because
0: I was going to bring up the homeless thing too. I think the homeless thing will be funny but you have to... Uh, you have to own, there's the rule in comedy always punch up never down yep. so you're above a homeless person in society so you're punching down so people are naturally going to go why are you fucking picking on them so you need your ideology your thought process into that I think needs to be more into that joke or reward it like that you know in order yeah.
2: such that I punch
0: up is that the idea or at
4: least at least put yourself on
0: fire. well no the, where you're the you're the butt of the joke Okay. you gotta make yourself the butt of the joke uh, you have to give people in comedy you have to give people permission to laugh Okay.
1: people are sheep they're sheep Bah. but they, it can also I mean there's ways to do it because even kind of shitting on a homeless person saying like oh what does he have to go be homeless over there right now like that is funny like that's a punchline yeah me. Um, and then other things the archaeologist one I think could be a problem because like sh- shit's always dying so like that was in my head i'm just like actually it's definitely a replenishing supply of stuff that's dying yeah i've never thought i um and then the the jacked off to links thing just links to porn is so funny yeah it's funny and there's definitely an opportunity to extrapolate like okay when i grew up i was jacking off just to links to porn what does that mean so came out, it changed my life. right or like yeah like uh <laughs> like yeah, what like the day I discovered Google was the largest climax I ever had. Or like something about yeah. searching or, is just getting you fucking rocked. Better
0: up. yet, uh, you came up <laughs> in an era where you're between porn genres, to, you know, where these kids now are spoiled with the internet search, and prior to that was the paper porn, and you just had random links on the internet. I don't know. You know what I'm right? saying? I, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love
1: links so much I fell in love with Jeeves. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> for anyone who remembers that. That's
0: funny though. The porn thing's the best thing you said. Yeah. Yeah. And you know why? Uh, you know why? Because you weren't planning it.
2: Yeah, no, I definitely wasn't planning on yeah. it.
0: And yeah. And it's just a note on my phone. That's exact. Yeah. Cool. Interesting.
5: I like uh I think you're you're you about your uh, your grandmother, your mother, um Now you made the Windows 95 the like first punchline and that's that's good because you are just like what the fuck, you know, whatever. And then you're talking about how uh when she uh gives it to white people Uh, They don't know what to do. Yeah. Uh, So so with that, but like, because white people are so uh, afraid of offending another culture, uh, especially in this climate right now, uh, you know, they go so as far as just being super nice when they get it. But then uh, when, you know, my grandmother comes to her house, they, they put it on the mantle, you know, the window's 95, just they don't, they don't understand. Oh, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, they do that. Oh, that's uh, funny. Uh, yeah. They're so, aff- just so offended of, of <laughs> other, you know, offending another culture, especially white people, that they'll just do like, and then you're like, then I started, you know, uh, my grandma started fucking with them and just like giving them fucking random like, Chef Boyardee. That's like,
0: an actual really good bit that yeah, Tommy man, just gave it. you. That's pretty good. That's yeah, because funny. they'll treat it like Japanese, like fucking yeah, swords and shit. Like, like it's, shit, just, yeah, you know what yeah. mean? Just, yeah.
5: Doing anything that can to yeah, yeah. not offend any other race, yeah, even though yeah. it's completely batshit whatever your grandmother's doing.
0: Yeah, um, make it, like, look at, like, your grandma actually knows you can, that. You can play yeah, on
5: yeah. that and make it a real, uh, almost a chunk of, like, things that you, you'll you do to your uh, your white, white friends or, or pe- white people or whatever, just being, like, mm-hmm. you know, giving them just a spork and making them yeah. think. You're just, I'm giving you yeah, bad yeah, examples, yeah, yeah. but you know what I'm saying? Like, go go with that, because that'll make it a much funnier, because the windows I find it funny, but it's, like, a middle of a joke funny. Okay. It's not like a, it's not like a fucking... Uh, you know at, at Ender yeah yeah and uh, and you said Windows 95 a couple times and I didn't hear the whole part that you're only two weeks in so yeah. that made up for all the pauses and all that stuff it's cool just keep fucking coming up just keep yeah, doing yeah. shit uh, and especially Mondays you have two fucking uh, well everybody here actually is really great with feedback and really supportive uh, uh, they supported me way too long <laughs> and now they're start, finally starting to you know give me some shit which is appropriate but yeah good shit man thank keep you keep coming back
0: yeah, any more Sticks yeah baby <laughs> Good job, Jesse. That was awesome, guys. Are we having fun out there in Joke Workshop? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. My name is Pam Benjamin. I'm the host of uh, Joke Workshop. I'm excited about your next comedian. Uh, your next comedian asked me for advice quite a bit over the internet. He's a he's a young, strong man. Marcella Maldonado, ladies and gentlemen. I got you.
6: The only reason I ask you for advice, Ethan, is because when my dad was teaching me manly stuff like building stuff, uh, he was yelling at me the whole time. And it's hard to learn when a man is speaking to you in his second language. It's real difficult. (laughs) You know? Um, But I actually actually noticed that uh, when I'm not being yelled at, I actually retain information. (laughs) Isn't that interesting? (laughs) Um, I'm currently working at a barbecue place right now. It's not bad, you know, clearing plates for living, living that dream. Um, And I was clearing a I was cleaning this table, and at the next table over, there was this older white woman and her gentrified children just praying before their meal, you know, as they are wont to do, I suppose. And, uh, like, kids were staring down under the table at their cell phones, tapping away, like, going back to praying, making sure mom doesn't see him. And I guess I was making too much noise clanging dishes together, because the lady just off the top of her head goes, Excuse me, sir, do you mind? We're trying to pray. And, uh, just off the top of my head, I went... Separation of church and steak, lady, which is doesn't even really it doesn't even really apply in this situation. We primarily sell smoked meats, you know. Primarily brisket, ribs, you know, that sort of thing. And I told that story to a friend and who happens to be vegan and she's like, "Marcelo, come on, man. Don't you think all this red meat in your diet's making you so aggressive? Do you think this is the reason you have such a negative response to these people?" And uh you can't tell that to someone and ever be taken seriously again, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, uh like it's an agreed upon fact we don't just don't accept the opinion of vegans when food is involved. You know? Like just just eat your food. Everyone just eat what you want. Leave leave everyone else alone. You know? My friend wants to eat Big Macs and BK burgers every day. I don't say shit, you know? I'm a, I'm worried for about his health, but you know that's about it. <laughs> You know, come on, man. You want to go for a walk? Let's go do that at the very least. Um, let's see. Uh, I I don't support the gun laws in this country, uh, but that's because I think a bear's arms is least attractive quality. That's a slow burn, but it makes it better when you think about a bear just being self-conscious in the mirror, like, oh. Uh, uh, Should I have gone further with the act out, or is that about like is that such a uh, a tiny little fuse on that? Um, I don't know. We'll talk about that later. That'll be the last part of this. I know how this mic works. Um, Let's see. Uh, I guess I'll work on a couple impressions with you guys while we're here. Uh, This first impression is a uh, a third generation a third generation Asian American. A third generation Asian American. What's up guys? My name's Kevin. Nice to meet you. Third generation Asian American. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, this next impression is a next impression is a radical feminist. A radical feminist. Sup lady bra! A radical feminist. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. See, I know those aren't great impressions, but after that I want to go into my actual impressions which are just like obscure like children's show characters. Like I want to do Goldar right now for right like real bad. You know, you don't know, you don't have to know who that is. Just like that's what I want to do. Um let's see. Uh, I've been talking to my coworker a lot about dreams recently and he told me about this dream where he was talking to the girl he really liked. And he told her, he's like, oh I really like you. And she's like, oh my god, I like you too. And like right about there, right as about there, right as they are about to embrace, he wakes up. And he's like, ah oh, fuck. And we were just talking about how how your dreams are always different than your actual life. And uh, my dream is so much better than my real life, guys. So much better. Uh, In my dreams, I have great sets in, like, a theater, and I tell a terrible joke like that bear one, and just there's, like, an uproarious laughter, you know? I talk to the beautiful, like, French, half-black, half-whatever-girl that I made up in my head. She's like, oh, my God, you want to fuck in this closet over here? It's like, oh, that would be great. Let's do that immediately. Uh, But that's not real, you guys. That's not real life. Uh, So I think I'm going to—I've been considering a coma you know, I think I'm I think I'm going to stay in the dream world for a while, see what it's like, you know, post up, see what's going down there. Uh, I don't know how to get a coma though. I don't know how to do that. I've been hit by a car already and I was out for like 5 minutes tops. You know, I just woke up in my own blood. That was insane. But, like, I don't know how to get deeper into the dream world. Like, I never remember my dreams the night after. I'm one of those people, I'll just immediately forget it. I tried writing it down, it doesn't help. There's a light. I didn't even have to forget what I was talking about. He's just like, Marcelo, get off. Uh, <laughs> oh, we're doing times now. Cool. All right. Oh, that was a joke. I, I have no concept of time. We're moving on. Um,. What's going on guys? Uh we're doing all right. All right, first first look at the notes. Cool. First and last. I'll do what y'all do what you did, Joey. Let's go to phone notes that I haven't looked at in 4 plus months. Let's see what's in there. Uh notes. Fuck you. No notes. Um uh, I'm not a particularly big sports fan, uh, but one of my favorite things to do. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of watching sports. I do like that. I do love sporting events because I'm always going to win. I don't even have to be – I don't even like either team, you know. Like whoever has a cooler logo, I'll probably root for. Like I don't even give a shit about the Giants I'm from here. I don't give a fuck. You know, I'll just, I'll just go with the prettier colors. And <laughs> I'll go to a bar. Either way, I win because I always end up with like high fives or watching sad people. And those are two of my favorite things, guys. Two of my favorite things. My name is Marcelo. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah. Hold on, guys. Round of applause for Marcelo Maldonado, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Great set. Powerful set. We're going to go ahead and open this up to the floors, guys. Comments for Mr. Marcelo Maldonado, comedian.
7: Hello. Hey. Uh... I liked, the jo- uh, the dream. I liked the joke, the dream I like the joke. I like the dream premise. Um, I like that you called back to the bear joke. It made it funnier in retrospect. I think you have an opportunity to get even more absurd, like uh, you say the bear joke and the audience uproars and it's actually a crowd of bears. Uh, oh, okay, there's an opportunity to like get some, some visual in there just to build on it a little bit.
6: So your dreams must be way better than mine. Well that's the thing, cool they show, get bet. way better.
7: Like a crowd of bears is way better than a
6: crowd of you people. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. That undercut, but. Did that's not... I say you people? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. You did
0: say you I people did, and I, I took offense to that, that as a white one, male. Was
6: it there? No. Yeah.
0: Oh. <laughs> Me and Avery took offense to of that as white males. <laughs> yeah. There's not enough power going yeah. to white males right now in Fair our society. Enough, guys. <laughs>
6: right. I get it. You're suffering for the actions of your forefathers. I get it. Uh,
1: Click it in. Is that better? Oh, go. yeah. yeah. Um, Sorry, I
0: can't
1: really... Click it in. Right. Uh Is that better? There you go. Okay, I'm just going to stare at the wall. Um, I, <laughs> this
0: is so strange. That's uh, Cut out again. Stare Fuck. at the wall. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all
1: right. Hey, Joey. I just. I, <laughs> I can't talk to you like stare this. Stare at the wall. I, uh, fur. I feel like when you're going to do those no. kind of silly, absurd jokes. <laughs> If uh, you're not gonna
6: look at me. Can we pretend we're like we're on the phone? What? Yeah. How you're doing that? You could have sat down in front of the
1: microphone. Right. Yeah, I could have. It's still not in. But okay. Uh,
0: All right. Always got to be the funniest one. I just,
1: I just feel like with with that kind of stuff. Obviously, you have to read the audience and see if they're not into it. That not. one's like, not in. I feel like when you're gonna. It's <laughs> not in. Oh, this just uh, I'm to not gonna give you feedback. Me,
0: oh my god! Oh no! Never mind. My headphones oh, yeah.
1: weren't oh, in. I wasn't his, hearing anything. My headphones, headphones the whole time. Oh. That's amazing. The it, the <laughs> one listener is like, "What the fuck <laughs> what is, going is going on there?" Uh, I just I guess I just feel like with those sometimes it's worth just doubling down and being like, "Okay, I get it. It's kind of a silly pun, and puns are easy, but eight puns in a row, and now you're like, uh uh." uh, uh, okay. You know? And then you kind of get this weird reaction. So I feel like when you go that route, it might be worth, and I feel like you'd have fun with just doubling, tripling, quadrupling. Just stacking all those
6: shit. silly one sort of liner things together, I guess. Right.
1: Or if it's going to be church and steak, then you do, you know, something about like, oh, that really ribbed her the wrong way.
6: <laughs> or, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know,
1: <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I guess I'm just winging it up here. Uh, um, These aren't
6: Jesus's, or uh, Adam's spare rib lady. Right, well, exa- right. So like. Know. See, I don't know the Bible. That,
1: <laughs> that kind of stuff. I mean, I it can really go bad, and people can be like, what the fuck is this guy doing? But it's worth a shot, and you'll right have enough. fun with it either way. So thank you,
6: Joey. All right.
0: Any other uh, wonderful advice? Marcelo Maldonado, guys. Go crazy for him. <laughs> I don't know where we're listening to, by the way, but I'm real excited for your next comedian. Make it loud, make him proud. Ashton Tate, ladies and gentlemen.
8: Hey guys, you're uh, too kind. Woo, too kind. Uh, <laughs> man, growing up, my uh, favorite movie was Homeward Bound. He's, yes. Woo! Yes. I didn't have I only had one dog, but uh, I still reflected with the movie because it had a pretty strong impact a strong message of, you know, if you're uh, if you're lost, you can overcome anything. It really set the standard high for what type of pet your pet can change into. Like those pets changed a lot. But when my dog came back from being lost after like two weeks, he was still the same dog. It's like, what's that about? I was like, get out out there. Part two, that's, I think that's how the sequel started, is uh, just being upset. At your dog not being better than he was. But uh, then I figured out what I wanted in life. I don't know about you guys, but I used to think that lab technicians had it easy. It seems like a pretty easy job. All you have to do all day is film reenactments of solving murders. Looks pretty cool. Just walk up to a scope, look through, murder solved. That's what I've learned don't even have to do any math. It's pretty cool. Um, CrossFit, what's your guys' uh, take on it? Embarrassed by it? Thrilled by it? I'm not sure. I think maybe it's uh it's like bringing us back to our roots, you know, a more communal workout effort together. Uh it's very homoerotic. It can be. I was uh, I was doing it and I was in this position where uh, I was on my knees. And my hands were on the ground. And then the guy was behind me, and he had his hands on my back. And he was doing jumps over my legs. And so I was just trying to, uh, like, encourage him, you know? Because normally if you're, like, holding someone and they're doing a bench press and you encourage them, they're, like, right there. But he had his hands on my back, so it just sounded different when I was like, all right, man, you got it. Keep going. And, uh, yeah. And then I was like, maybe I should just shut up. Maybe I'm uh, distracting both of us. That is uh, not my well intention. Sometimes uh, CrossFit looks like uh, pretty hard. You know, you gotta run outside on the sidewalk. It's pretty, uh, it's like a failed missing the bus attempt. It's one of my biggest pet thieves, guys, is missing the bus. And then I just play it off like I'm running. at the run all the way to work. Because I don't want to let those people on the bus get me down. Uh, yeah. Don't think uh, my parents ever thought that uh, running towards the bus would happen. That's something that uh, more people should, should do, I feel. It's uh, give a ride. Sometimes I, uh, no, I don't. I don't really like running for the bus. It's like trying to catch a really lame party. It's just, uh, rather just walk 18 miles to wherever I need to go and that's what happens. <clears throat> Gonna be on my deathbed pretty soon. That's what I like to think about. What bed are you going to have that's going to be your deathbed? Hmm? That's what I like to, ask, th- I like to a- ask the guy at the mattress store. Hey, sir, you think you could see me dying in this bed? Because <laughs> that's, uh, that's what I want to know. I don't know why the mattress guy is, uh, is like that. But it uh, depends on who you have around your deathbed. A lot of people, that matters. You don't, some people don't get to choose. I don't think you get to choose. If someone's in a deathbed, you can just show up. And, uh, yeah, I don't know what I'd do. Probably bring some wine, put it on the bed. I don't know what you do with a good mattress. My grandma passed me down her mattress. My grandma gave me her car. Uh, I've never had sex inside a car, but, uh, when I was 16, I let my friend borrow my car so he could lose his virginity in it. The old Ford pickup truck, built Ford Tough, that's what they were, uh, called, but, uh, yeah, I don't even have my windows tinted in my car. I think that's like a sign that I just, I don't know. I don't think sex is going to happen in my car. Uh, so I just keep it that way. Besides, I think my grandma wouldn't want me having sex in her car. She would, uh, unless she was born that way. I don't know how my grandma was born. You ever think about your grandparents? I guess it would be your great-grandparents having sex. Oh, back in the day. Just, I don't even know if they had condoms back then. Back, your great-grandparents would have been the 1890s or so. Nah, it'd probably be like early 1910s. Man, fucking back then must have been cool. With uh, a war right on the horizon. That's the problem with me is that I have no... Like, I can just have sex and then go back to watching TV. It's very uh, anticlimactic. And boy, does she feel that way too. Because uh, sometimes your head's not in it, guys. Or girls, am I right? What do you do then? What do you... uh, You know, if you have a therapist, you're in it for the hour. But uh, sometimes you got to commit to a relationship. That's like the least sexy thing. That's like the least sexy talk or dirty talk you can have is like, you know, questioning your sexuality. That's a bad time to bring it up, I would feel. Unless they're into that sort of thing. Two asexual people going at it. <sighs> Sex, I don't know why it's so ingrained in our culture. That's, uh, I think that's what Jesus warned us about. <sighs> Fuck. Fuck. He was a good guy, uh, but yeah, I just worry sometimes. You know, if you're on your deathbed, what things have you wanted to accomplish in life? I'm not sure. If I'm, uh, if my deathbed's an air mattress, I feel like I'd still got some more room to go. Be like, don't take me out now. I still, <laughs> I want to at least buy a deathbed. That would be cool. Uh, but has anyone here had someone who they love die? Yeah. yeah? Stuff. I've just had uh, grandparents, grandparents, Um, I don't know if I'll be a grandfather, but or grandmother, I guess I can't be a grandmother, yeah, where you have a granddaughter, but uh, my great-grandfather, he was a good man, named after him, and uh, yeah, that's what I'd like to do someday. I've named my car after myself. That's my first step in uh, naming inanimate objects. That's what I like to do. Yep. That's what I like to do, folks. That's has been it for me. My name's been Ashton. You guys have been super. Have a good night.
0: All right, questions for Mr. Ashen. I got one first off the gate. Hello, Ashton, by the way. Hey, what's up? Did you ever fix your mirror on your car?
8: No, I, s- no. We
0: should probably fix that.
8: Yeah, let's do it this weekend.
0: We could do that. Okay. Um, Second one, uh, I do think quite often of old people having sex, Mm -hmm. um, especially very old stuff. And in the 1800s, you know, was one guarantee about that sex, right? That it would be very stinky, Mm -hmm. just smelly sex
6: because
0: they didn't shower as much. Do you get that? Their hygiene levels. Mm -hmm. They didn't have indoor plumbing.
6: Yeah.
0: So Honestly, when you don't wash all the time right. you know you stink. <laughs>
8: okay, good point.
0: <laughs> I agree. I
4: have a bit about that actually. I have a bit about that actually.
0: Nah and next question for Ashton Taylor.
4: Ashton, uh with regards to you the CrossFit joke you're doing, no like so, you've done CrossFit or you're in it? Right. Okay. I think you could go further with that. Particularly, let's say you're doing a Fran or any one of those workouts and, or mm-hmm. just trying to do a snatch. You can get kind of, I don't know if you do act out to get descriptive, but um, there, are, or even when you're when we're doing like work or relay workouts, when you're with, you could really go into like the embarrassment or like you're screaming, you're red faced mm-hmm. and um there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot you could go and take that in that direction. Then with regards to the joke about World War I, they had sex, you jumped into, committed and then, and then therapy had... Yeah. Were you trying to like, make an analogy between the pillow talk and uh, talking out with your therapist?
8: No. But that's a oh. good point. I mean, I guess. Yeah.
4: I was just wondering because you said it's, you said you talk about that, and it's not a good time during dirty talk to start questioning your sexuality out loud. Right. And so I, I was wondering if that's where you were taking it or not. Oh, right.
8: nah, I hadn't thought about it. It's, it seemed like yeah. it'd
4: be worth exploring. Okay. Like, taking that analogy, but
8: that's that's it. Okay. Cool. Thanks, man. All righty. Thank you, guys.
0: Yes, yeah, take. Keep it going. I'm really digging the soundtrack. I don't know who it is, but it rocks. Right, Round of applause for a random CD in here, huh? Yeah. Who is this? I don't know. All right. we having fun? Yeah. One more time. Are we having fun, ladies and gentlemen? All right. My name is Pam Benjamin. I'm excited about bringing your next comedian up. Please, big round of applause. Very funny comedian for Tess Berry. Was it Tess
7: Yeah. Hey, fellas. What's up? I created an OkCupid profile the other night because I opened up a drawer and found some almost expired condoms, and I'm just way too economical to let those go to waste. So I went online and started an OkCupid profile. And I haven't had an online dating... I've had one before, but I haven't had one in a while. And I went to okcupid.com, And right away, it just had some like Mad Libs fillers. It was like, you are a, and then it automatically already said, single woman. I was like, I don't know if they have like cookies that they've been tracking me so that they know this, or if they've just been watching me through my webcam. Did I mention that I was a bottle of wine deep? Because conspiracy theories were flying. So I started an OkCupid profile and I went on there and I didn't know that they ask you a bunch of questions so that they can match you better with other people. So it's stuff like, do you believe in abortion? And uh, do you, what's your stance on gun rights? And they ask really probing questions like, do you sleep with people on the first date? And I I haven't been asked questions like that since the gynecologist. For you dudes out there who don't know, gynecologist are worse than confession they go in and they like ask probing and prying questions about your sex life. Like, when was the last time you had sex? How many partners do you have? How often do you have sex without a condom? Tell me more about your partners. And then they literally pry open your vagina and probe you with a thing that feels like a toothbrush. And so anytime that you feel like you, you, anytime you have to go to the gynecologist because your new fuck buddy, you know, can't perform without a, with a condom on, so you have to go get birth control. They force you to go to the gynecologist, do all these things to you, and bring back any memories of uh, things you don't want to remember from your sex life. So next time you guys have to do that, I'll bend over and cough. So yeah, it said immediately, are you a single woman? And never before has my singlehood been staring me in the face so blatantly since my veterinarian changed my cat's... Billing to e-billing. That one could use some more work. See, so yeah, I went to the gynecologist. Anywho, Cupid. I kind of bailed. I went on and I left, deleted it because I didn't realize that you can't change your screen name until later. And I made mine like fuckpal27 just, just as filler. And then I realized that you couldn't and delete it later. And uh, so I just deleted the whole profile and masturbated. <laughs> Had a great time. Yeah, I don't remember, like, I don't think about being single until I go on those profile things. Like, it, I never feel bad about it. It's not a bad thing or a scourge upon my name that I'm single until I go on these online dating profiles and think about how many people have seen my face. I get really creeped out now and people go, like, you look familiar. It's really scary to me. Uh, I also started a dating profile because I was thinking about it, and I kind of have a Disney princess complex about dating or, or like, a view on it. Uh, I I used to think, until recently, that all I had to do was stand perfectly still and look as blossomy and flowery as possible and just wait for a man to come pick me up. And by standing still, I mean that very literally, like, the stiller the better. Like, comatose still would be preferred. Or if you can't be in a coma, uh, it's best to be hidden or, like, locked away. So maybe be in a tower or I don't know, uh, be like hidden in the basement. But if you can't be hidden, mute, you can be mute, that'll pass, that'll work. And uh, some dude will come find you. But I realized that that wasn't gonna work because these these Disney princesses had other things above me. You know, I don't have, uh, I have other women as competition. They never have other women, you know? They have like dwarves and birds to dress them and these other women aren't singing and dressing me like these birds and dwarves do and ugly stepsisters as competition. Uh, And also, I don't have a kingdom to leverage in my name. I don't. I don't have a kingdom. I, like, just started a 401k. I barely have anything. So I'm going to look for other things as inspiration for dating. I hear The Bachelor is a good show to check out for tips on how to attract men. So I'm going to give that one a try. Other thoughts. I used to... Was anybody else, like, a chubby kid? Chub, chub level? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went through a chub phase. I used to love... uh, Subway meatball subs. I used to love Subway meatball sandwiches. I love Subway meatball sandwiches so much that when my mother decided to tell me that Santa doesn't exist, she took me to Subway to get a meatball sub to fill the subsequent void. <laughs> I feel like Santa's just the fall guy for parents who get shitty gifts. Cause when she told me, I was, I was like a little, I kinda knew I was a little past the age of, I had, you know, it was a completely new idea to me. And I was like, you know what, that's actually kind of nice that my parents love me and want to buy me presents. But remember that year you guys got, like, shit gifts for us and all we did was blame Santa? Who knew it was your fault the whole time? I don't know why we invented Santa. Uh, Another thought is... Oh. Anti-global warming. Is there a word that's, like, pro-green economy? I can't think of... Like a word that exists that's the exact opposite of global warming. I don't think there is one, right? Progressive. Riddler, there we go. So um, people trying to stop global warming has really gotten in the way of my retirement plans. My retirement plan was to move to a coal mining town and open up a whiskey bar and become a beekeeper and make my own honey whiskey but now with global warming there's no bees and I don't know, maybe there'll be no coal. We'll see what happens in the next election. So my stance is pro-global warming so we can have more honey whiskey. Uh, Let's see some other thoughts. Uh, This is just note city up here. Everyone's got notes. Uh, I got someone else's here, too. Do it. Someone's brain is empty. Um, it's an empty piece of paper. Does anybody else realize that fuck buddy and boyfriend, the initials for them, are really close? I didn't until I wrote that down. Uh, I was at a bar the other night, and this woman... This old drunk woman, older drunk woman, she wasn't like super old. She was drunk. She was dancing with her husband and I was next to her and I was like dancing, listening to the band. And she just grabbed my arms and screamed in my face, stop trying and just dance. So I'm going to start giving that advice in inopportune times. See how it goes. Oh, here's another one. I'd also like y'all's feedback. Uh, I've been looking for a vice. I don't really have a vice, but... I find, especially at these comedy shows, and uh, I want to, like, get out of the room and stand outside, or, like, at work, I want to break, but I don't like cigarettes very much, and pot makes me pass out, and I already drink a lot of ginger ale, and I just, like, don't have a vice. I just wish I could find one. So, if you guys have any ideas, let me know. Mmm... I want to start a proposition that would be to turn Mission Rock into a Google parking lot. That joke won't be funny after tomorrow. Uh, here's another one. I haven't updated my iPhone. So I'm still on iOS 8 something. And so that's pre the emoji update. I don't know if you guys know this. So when my friends send me these new emojis, uh, say for, you know, a brown smiley face or a black person smiley face. Uh, They just show up as little alien faces on my phone. So Apple thinks that as long as you aren't white, you're an alien if you don't update your phone. You're living in the past. Mm. You know you have a problem when you Google something and Yahoo message boards doesn't even have an answer for you. For example, Singular curly hair on my chin. No one else has that. Uh, Waving my arms helps me sneeze. Apparently that's just me. Uh, What's another one? Why do my armpits smell like chicken noodle soup? (laughs) Nobody knows. That's about it you guys, thanks.
0: like a power of talk right there. Round of applause for Tess one more time, ladies and gentlemen. Roman Leo, clap. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. How'd it feel? Great. Yeah.
7: Great. Better than the gynecologist's office.
0: Nine minutes and ten seconds in front of nothing but comedians. So well done.
7: Hot damn. Yeah, you did. Mom would be proud.
0: Nine minutes. That's good. Uh, a couple of things. The last thing you said, the chicken the soup thing, that's funny. I like the the thought, maybe setting it up with how not, those forms make you feel like not being a human being. Is that, something along those lines. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, the vice thing I like as well. I'm not sure where to go with that, but I enjoy that idea. And then your 401k bit is funny, so keep that. And then meatball subs are good, so I don't know why <laughs> that's a, a joke. They're
8: delicious.
0: Subway, I love subway, yeah.
7: Alright, alright. I like that.
0: That is a legitimate yeah, okay. joke structure by Ashton Tate right there.
6: Yeah.
4: I really enjoyed the idea of the Similar similarities between boyfriend and fuck buddy.
7: Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and
4: I mean if you explored, if you took that just like one step further and just pointed out who knew the like who knew that just the one little letter change couldn't be all the difference in the world or something like that. Right. Yeah. And the pro global warming joke, I think you meant to say like you're anti global warming? Because the way you had the joke structured, it sounded like global warming was keeping bees from making honey.
7: Right. And, I'm pro global warming. Oh, you're right. It reverses the one and not the other. You yeah. found my logic mistake. Thank you. That's good.
0: Bees are overrated, anyway, so it's okay. Bees. Uh, <laughs> no, they're cool. All
7: right. Yeah. Cool.
0: Roman Leo, any uh, input uh, from the six-year comedian vet? Been all over the place. Go ahead. Spill your knowledge. Uh, I thought your presentation was great, and. Uh, uh keep it up. Thanks. That is he was voted the most energetic host <laughs> in comedy in uh, Chicago comedy. Oh. So uh that's that's a big deal.
7: You know there's not there's uh, so much enthusiasm there. It's really saying
0: He actually was voted that. Actually. <laughs>
7: that's pretty, that's, that's, pretty, that's
0: cool. How sad is Chicago? I I <laughs> All
7: right.
0: Well, uh good job. Uh, keep it up round of applause for Tess ladies and gentlemen right, we're having fun man I'm having, this is fun you know I hosted joke workshop once before and it was a pile of shit it was bad this is real. I'm actually enjoying myself tonight, guys. Round of applause for you guys all coming out here, enjoying yourselves, having fun. Let's keep those applause going for your next comedian, Mr. Tommy McGuire.
3: Thank
5: you, Pam. Looking good. Appreciate it. Uh, I am uh, officially a year deep into open mics and comedy and trying to make other people laugh. And uh, I'm going to stop. I need to stop. Like, I have to stop being so shitty at comedy. i really like to, you know, be good for once. But, uh, yeah, pity party, table for one. Cool. This is uh, day two of Just Say November. Because uh, Octobers are always so much fucking fun that my liver just quits. And so, uh, yeah, it's the first time I've ever done this sober. It's weird because I always thought, you know, I had to be drunk to be funny. And it's nuts. I have to be drunk to find myself funny. Uh, So far, so good. Um, Not shaking too bad, but the night is young. Right around 10 o'clock, I'll get the yips, I'm sure. But yeah, oh man, Uh, I also recently turned 35. And I've been perpetually single. And uh, most women my age are well, you've been dating or married or in serious relationships or looking for a serious relationship, and I'm just looking the fuck. Oh, uh, sorry. But, uh, yeah, and I work in a in an environment where I have a, there's a lot of, like, you know, 22, 23, 24-year-olds, and, God, it would be great to have sex with them, but I'd have to relate to them on some level, and that's pretty much impossible. Not saying they're pieces of shit, but, like, I am, but, wait, fuck that one up, but... uh. If I woke up next to like a 22 year old in the morning, like, yeah, I'd be fucking stoked. But I'd also have to realize I'm a fucking moron for relating to a 22 year old. That's like, really sad. Um, yeah, I, I I, Wanna talk about Teletubbies or something? I don't know, awful joke. Uh, I'll leave you with this one, guys. It's my best one. Uh, I just want to know how the Westboro Baptist Church, you know, those fucking fag haters, those awful, awful people that, you know, are just... Like, it's it's bad enough to be homophobic. It's bad enough to be, like, openly homophobic. They celebrate their homophobia, and and they hate funerals, too. Uh, it's It's really awful, but... How do they feel about, like, breastfeeding their daughters? Are they just, like screaming and holding up signs around this fucking newborn baby that has no other choice but to latch on her mom's tit and just like, you're gonna die and you're gonna burn in hell, you fucking fag. All that stuff. All right, that's why I close with that's my ender. Always get to laugh.
0: Thanks, guys. Thank you, Ethan. Thank you, everybody.
5: Nice and very-
0: short there, Tommy. Yeah. Tommy Aguirre. So first and foremost, uh, how does it feel to be on stage sober?
5: Uh, well... These mics have been going really bad for me for the last couple months. I, oh, yeah, they t- they get I mean? that so way. It's, not, it's like, oh, it's just like normal. I'm just not drunk. And I, no, oh, what I was going to say is, well, I didn't have a joke for it. I just thought like, but now I can't just run to the bar right now and just like make myself feel better. You know, like, yeah. all right, well, I'm, like, I'm going to fucking go. Whiskey's not going to, you know,
0: think I, it's funny. You should drink before then. So no, be I really warm. I really think all, everybody should do at least a year of Comedy Sober because like every single fucking interaction because you nothing will decide what for you quicker whether or not you actually want to do it yeah. Yeah. and it like well, it, it, this is a good thing you should keep doing it it's a good habit to get it you got to feel that that awfulness you really got to hate yourself in a no, special no way, way. Yeah. ask roman leo about it roman leo go he goes on sober all the time he's a so, sober comedian
9: uh yeah when i started comedy i embarrassed myself a couple times getting too drunk uh, a couple of times? A couple of times. I'm,
0: I'm, that's I'm, Chicago's I'm, most inter, uh, energetic host.
9: I, uh, I'm i not hosting right now. This is just my offstage persona. I know. It's pretty oh. dull. So why do you think of the fuck I do comedy? It's to <laughs> not to be myself. It's to be somebody else that's entertaining. You fuck. <laughs> Stupid yeah. Aryan piece of shit. But um, You love me. I do. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I remember getting drunk at the brainwash and just like... Looking over and like seeing people pointing and laughing at me, but I wasn't on stage. I was just sitting, and Tony Sparks and Cassim would just be like, you know, like "Ah, I can just hear, hear, you know, like, like the whisper and the point and the laugh and stuff. So then uh, I wanted to overcome my uh, – this? Just, I just hijacked the whole show. I, I, no, play. no, you're, you're giving are giving. appreciate the Well, no, because
0: he's – he actually is probably the most reparable comedian I know. He opens up for a lot of big names, and uh, so his sad. advice should go quite a bit, actually.
9: No, but yeah, and then I had a lot of performance anxiety that uh, I thought I would just overcome by performing sober. And uh, it turns out that uh, that doesn't work, and if it's a high-stakes situation, I still get flop sweats. So there's no hope. Uh, and I'm drinking again, so there we go.
5: Well, I'm not. I don't want to quit drinking. I just need, I need a fucking chill. You know, I've yeah. been on a, yeah. a wet one for a while, so it, just it's
9: well, de- it's definitely uh, can be. I think fun to have a drink on stage, but it, it certainly helps if you have an act to fall back on. Because exactly, if you,
0: yeah. you know, yeah.
9: Because then it can then then. But if you have like if you're trying to work out an act, then it's like it's probably gonna take you more time. Yeah, you. Uh, it's so good. Yeah, and then the, it's really funny it, uh, in regards to your set. It's really funny to be like the be, being super cognizant of the difference between sober you, because yeah. all that stuff's really funny. Yeah. And drunk you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an obvious. Yeah,
5: you're gonna feel it.
9: Dude. Extreme contradiction, you know.
5: I've I've never I've never been high. On stage, that one—that one freaks me out. Really? Yeah. And you I know, feel I almost, I'm probably going to.
0: Kyle Canane actually has a—he uh, had a weird thing to where he had to go on stage in every single form, <laughs> drunk, high on acid, and stuff like that, because he wanted to know if he could pull it, so pull it out. So he he learned to go on in every single form.
5: But was that when he was doing mics, or was that when he was doing like a little? Well, he's just
0: running around. The re- like Cal Canaan was doing comedy forever, and he yeah. only started taking it serious like four years ago. Okay. Like uh, like I mean, that guy was just a fucking you know that he was just known as a funny dude. Yeah. And it wasn't until he recorded an album, it was like, oh, I should probably be a professional comedian. <laughs> like,
5: oh, well, what nice thing to fucking fall back on. Now I'm fucking voice like comedy. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. They're, re- they're reluctant uh, genius. reluctant to genius. Small things. Yeah. You're doing good, man. I appreciate it. A year? Yeah. Where was your first place going up?
5: Uh, my 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 story, I saw him at Brainwash, too. Uh, I started going to Right Spot, and I was like, oh, free comedy, and like, bum, bum, and I actually met Kasim. I right? went up to after a show because he made fun of me for being a wigger, and I thought it was hilarious because he's super right and all that stuff, but I just, like, congratulated him. And he was like... We both work at nonprofits, and he's like, "But what do you really want to do?" If you're working at nonprofit, I was like, oh, "I want to do this because I'm a huge comedy nerd." And I'm, but I'm, but I'm 33, man. It's way too, I'm way too late in the game. No, no. He, he told me, "No, man, you have 10 years' experience in that 23-year-old." I'm like, "Oh shit!" I walked by here after work one day, and I saw the free comedy Friday nights, and I know you know him, but it's my dick smells weird, and this dude did five minutes of my dick smells weird, and just like seriously, just my dick cartoon. smells weird. Uh, oh, holla! Yeah, and uh, I was like, and people were fucking eating it up, and I was like. Dude, it, and he literally had two jokes. Like, two, like, jokes, and everything else was just like, I don't know. I know you know, just being, like, goofy would just... Lie. Yeah, and that's, like, jo-
0: that's just Josh. Yeah,
5: yeah just I was being just weird. like, oh, I can, I can do that at least. And these, these people are fucking laughing at that. Like, yeah. I can, you know, whatever. And I wrote a joke. And then I, I start, Yeah, I started here,
0: and I've only done two other venues. You know. Yeah. Well, you All gotta... That's right. the, the... If you wanna... And this is my advice to anybody. If you wanna actually feel good about... uh about comedy, because I know fucking going to the same mics every week can make you feel like a piece of shit, <laughs> or whatever. Especially hate yourself. Uh, branch out, because I know you have some jokes that you think are good. So branch out to some mics that are like really out there. Try to get up at like the. Try to get up at a comedy club. So try to get up at like uh, Doc's Lab. Yeah. Comedy clubs are pretty, are a lot easier because everybody's there to focus and laugh. So a lot more forgiving. So try to do that. Like you need to. I think reward yourself at least every other week with something that you know is going to succeed. Yeah. It you 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 need that. Yeah. Like the constant rejection is just sui- a suicide waiting to happen. Well, that's what, that's where I've been going the last couple months, man.
5: And like I've been writing new yeah. stuff or whatever, and I have some in my back pocket that I want to work on and like make a chunk. Um, but uh, and then just trying to branch out from my uh, my comp- my my wheelhouse, the Wigger jokes and stuff. Yeah. And like semi race stuff. Uh, I kind of want to. Make, wait until that's really good, until I just keep every week being like, "Hey, I'm, I'm like, like the fucking dick smells weird. Like I'm the wager. You know, like it's not like cool. It's one note. But uh, yeah, but it's been it's been real rough. And uh, every time I've done docs, I've eaten the shittiest of shits. Really? Um, it's just so n- nerve-wracking. I've gone up with the utmost o- confidence in my my material. I have like two, three good sets here and there, around, uh-huh. and I go there with the same set and I just fucking
0: stutter and fucking just. Mm. But that's what it is. It's amazing. The longer you'll do comedy, the more you realize that you get, you, you have to plan less. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. You, you like you kind of like the, you're the funniest you're ever gonna be is in your own natural state.
5: Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get to. Yeah. Just being like, oh yeah.
0: And, like, again, coming
5: up without a drink tonight, coming up without listening to rap music <laughs> in the bathroom before I come out. Uh, oh,
0: is that what you do? Like, you build yourself up? Why is that not on stage? That's funny.
5: Yeah, it is. I didn't, Fuck it. I'd, I've written now. I'm like, everyone thinks I'm a cokehead because I have to, be, just before my set I have to jump in the bathroom real quick. But no, I'm listening to Mystical. Like, <laughs> I, I seriously, bounce against the wall. That's, that's funny, yeah? That shit just gets me going. I'm like, you know what? Fuck everybody. I'm doing this. It's TT
4: time. You could also, because I, I also have the image in my head of you, like,. Like fucking b rabbit from eight mile vomiting in the fucking toilet. Oh yeah, to hyper yeah.
5: sweaty. Yeah, yeah you know, I'm throwing like, oh. up mom spaghetti. And yeah. then
4: looking at you too, that would work. I mean, yeah, we could definitely see that. Uh, yeah. The so. contrast, I think, um, Roman Lee was I said it, but the contrast between yourself sober versus yourself drunk, you have a lot of room to work with that. Yeah. Yeah, you also really need to listen to him, take that advice because I think you have the potential to be a really, really funny motherfucker. I just but you're you come up on stage and I was like, can I? I I looked at you and I'm like, I'll just give him the gun now <laughs> because I was like, just to end it. You look like you're suffering. Yeah. Somebody's kicked you in the dick one too many times. It's been yeah. I've been kicked in the dick a lot in the last couple. And months. I think like when you're going up there, you said you have you feel the confidence, in your material, you feel like this is super funny. Maybe going up there have the mindset of I'm just throw it out there and I don't really i don't need to care i'm just gonna tr- make this about me having a fun time for myself and uh, less about them yeah. then you'll get more into that element when i when i you know i first started and i was getting like i mean me
5: doing me having a good set was just me being happy with it and i didn't fuck up and i had I like went did my jokes and got a couple laughs or whatever and i went up and then i started coming down and i was getting fucking, uh worse and worse sets but i've been more like thin skin, or uh, thick-skinned about it just like water up my back and just like it's fine but then i was gotten so confident with it i was like it's not i'm not helping i'm not learning from like oh that wasn't funny stop doing it or just you know what i mean like i was just fucking just like ah oh, whatever there's the, the zen thought of you can never bomb an open mic right that's some comedy wisdom that's been told to me by some other com- comedians i'm like yeah it's just another mic just a couple more minutes get your fucking time in yeah whatever. but i'm also i'm not i'm not uh uh furthering
0: my uh my craft. No, yeah, you got to. Go. Um, Tess, you had so, some so, stuff. You yeah, uh, were waiting all patiently over there. Sorry. This is out. a
7: particular idea with the uh, relating to a 22-year-old. I think if you have just one or two examples, like the teletebby bit you threw out at the end. Yeah. I think if you built that out and came up with like some really poignant mm-hmm. ones, yeah. that could hit a punchline pretty hard.
0: Yeah. I mean, you get hit from like a, yeah, like the, I A the, lot the, of angles, I'm like
5: at, kind of what kind stuff. of rap they, yeah. Um, you know, like this or like that, you know, like coming up with like, you know, the rule of three, three examples at least, and just, yeah. Huh. You know, thank you. Appreciate that.
0: And then uh, I think Phil, was it Phyllis Diller? She had a really great uh, piece of advice I kind of do is uh, whether it goes good or bad at an open mic, just ask yourself the same question uh, what happened? Yeah. So you got asked that. So and then, what, so if it went well, why did it happen? What happened to make it go well? It went bad, what happened? What was there? Yeah. If your material was there, what was up with the audience? How was the host? Well, that's why I got to stop drinking because oh, I go yeah. to the bar and I just drink the
5: memory away. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you
0: recording it? your sets? Uh, most of the time here, okay.
5: not because it's
0: recorded. Oh yeah, uh, you know, what? I mean, even if this stuff does go online, number one thing, record every. Yeah, just getting a habit, even here. That way, it's even
5: more depressing because I'll have, I'll feel like I had a good set, and then I re- listen to it, and I think these things went well, and I'm just like, it's just douche chill after douche chill after douche chill, and just like.
0: <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, is it's not a, uh, it's, it's sculpting. It's the, the race isn't with anybody. It's it's like golf. You're trying to beat your personal best. Yeah. That's what it is. So it's not a race with anybody else. It's not. You know, you're just. It's fun. Yeah. This has gotten really serious. Comedy guys, really fart poop, poop jokes.
5: At least, at least it's you know. I really did notes this instead of just like. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. all sorts of random. Look at me getting involved in caring today, man. I must have took some like vitamins or something.
5: Oh, I had a fucking. J- I, wanna, I wanna, bust your balls about living in a bus because I was like, I look up to you, man. You were like, you did one of my first mics here and all that. Like this guy's fucking. You're a comedian to me, you know. Like yeah. You're 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 doing shit, and it's like, how the fuck does he write jokes like you and Zach? Like how do you keep coming to all those jokes? Like oh, you don't have a fucking job. You live in a bus
0: You know, I've a, I've had a, a job. But
5: you're a hardworking dude. Like you're a dude. You know. Yeah, I had a, jo-
0: a job. I still have a job. I just had a uh, a, we, up to the beginning of the year, and I decided to say fuck it and move on to a bus.
5: Yeah, and I, and I get it. And I, I I hate it because I'm also jealous because you're
0: like, fuck you know. you know. You got to do it, man.
5: Yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, uh, yeah, I've been meaning to like, you know, zing you with fucking.
0: Yeah, people should. go lives bus. Yeah. I like I like like the, if you could go uh, I hear this quite a bit from my girlfriend. I don't have feelings, <laughs> so you can actually really upset me. <laughs> dude go like uh, i'm open i'm an open book challenge accepted right. do you have a question
2: at all oh yeah. i i had a comment yeah. awesome all right uh uh just an idea for one way you could do the relating to the 22 year old thing um this is just based on i saw you do an open mic last week and i thought it was so funny man when you had some bit where you ended it by saying oh yeah man for show or oh that's that's dude, like, I, I thought that was so the, so funny in the one
5: year that's the one joke i've done that uh at least when you first hear it yeah. it's always gotten a laugh and i've like dug myself out of like you know a shitty mic and nothing's working and i'm like all right here it is my fucking my i'm getting off stage and i'm like you know i win people back or i just get, i get a laugh yeah. and that's my yeah that's my bit so what i've oh. been doing this for 1 year you've been doing it for 2 weeks i've 1 year and i got one joke well you works. also
2: uh, you also have one other memorable one where you said like i talk like this or whatever you do some accent or yeah uh well anyway so th- i i thought those two were so funny man and that- um Based on that, I think it'd be funny if you, instead of like you struggling to relate to the twenty-two-year-old, you could say that you definitely do relate to her. Yeah. Because uh, like I don't. If you're okay with going self-deprecating, then you could like be, be like. Talk about like the way you dress, or like yeah. you're just like with your character. She, she thought I, she thought she
5: was older than me. I like that. Yeah, I like that
0: actually. The, yeah. Or the idea that you relate to her in all the wrong ways. Like, oh yeah, she has $120,000 of student loan debt. I have $120,000 with the back child support. Like, you know, just like whatever random stuff. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Yeah. I like That's that. Oh. All right. Thanks, guys. Round of sure. applause, guys, for Tommy McGuire. Guys, I'm having fun. This is good, but we're gonna keep this going. We have two more. Uh, We have two more. Uh, Your next comedian, stage, has been working real hard. He's from the Midwest, so go go easy on him. I know you guys are tough, San Franciscans. Please welcome stage, Mr. Ken Suzuki.
4: Thank you. Thank you. Keep it going, guys. Keep it going, all three, yeah. four of your people. Yes. Keep it going for me. Glad you could join us, Tommy. Good to see you. Uh, nice. This weather here. Did you guys enjoy the rain? enjoy the rain last night? Yeah, it was nice, it. wasn't it? Like this drought. Finally put, maybe it's putting a dent in it. I, felt, I woke up this morning, I saw the rain. I was like, yeah, I had energy. I even took an extra long shower today. Okay, <laughs> 10 minutes. I gave myself 10 minutes today. Uh, then I went on my way to work. Uh, I don't know if anybody here has to commute to work. Uh, and it's typically pretty boring, but let me tell you. Nothing adds an element of thrill to your morning commute, like a bus driver with road rage. Well, at least he isn't a pilot, is what I gotta say. I also, I take the bus, I also take, use the BART to get into the city. And, it gets crowded. I have a game now, though, to make that time go by faster. I have a new game that I play when I'm on the BART, on a crowded BART. It's called, How Many People Watch Porn on Their Phone? I have another game I've started playing, too, on a really crowded BART. And that's called, When This Train Stops, Will I Make Out with Another Man? Then my favorite, which is, Can This Person Feel My Hot Breath on the Back of Their Neck? I've started running so I can escape my demons. I've also started lifting weights not for my health, I'm just trying to get the weight of personal shame and guilt off my consciousness. I have a cat Let me tell you, some, let me tell you a little about <laughs> Let me tell you a little bit of something about myself. I have a cat. I have two cats actually. And having a cat Well, having a cat's a lot like having a child, but it's too cute to beat. As a stand-up comic, and as you guys have probably ascertained from my conversation with this beautiful man Tommy over here, I've been weighing the pros and cons of killing myself. Now, I know what you're thinking. What are the upsides of doing it? Well, I'm in a relationship, and I know, hey, if I kill myself, At least there's no ambiguity about who won the breakup. She'll have won by default, but I get the peace of mind. And that's the important thing. Tommy, you look like you you keep your ear to the street, as they say. So let me ask you, what's up with this word ratchet? Is that like a word we're using to describe women now? Like she's this ratchet-ass hoe, this ratchet-ass fee. I don't get it. Remember, you're old enough to remember. Uh, Don't you remember the simpler times? Remember when ratchet wasn't the word we used to describe a woman? It was what we used to beat her to death with? (laughs) You remember that? (laughs) Thank you. That's all my new material. television man.
0: Keep it going one more time for Ken Suzuki, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Uh first thing.
5: That that last one got pretty dark. He, um, I I've heard
0: you say that before.
5: And not, Should, maybe I, not uh
0: Well, I know I started doing it Friday.
4: <laughs>
0: yeah, I've heard you say it before.
4: Oh. <laughs> Cuz I'm trying to work it out here so.
0: I I enjoy it. But inst- instead, dark, of, uh, it's dark. <laughs> no, it's fucking dark.
5: Okay. Instead of maybe going the dark route, just going like, um, just like we're using the word ratchet to describe women. I uh, remember back in the old days when we uh, when ratchet. Oh, like, see, I'm not a good joke writer. Uh, a, a ratchet was something we well we wouldn't let them touch, because it's tools now or something. Yeah. There. But yeah, just beat them to death. I'm sorry. Good. Uh, keep Eight. that one. The and then uh, for your bu- games you play on Muni or BART or whatever, uh, how long until this guy notices that it's me breathing hot air on his neck and not the girl he's standing next to? Or understand. how long until this guy notices it's me cupping his ass and not the girl that's standing next to him? Or something something weird like that just to, like, fuck with people? Because mm-hmm. I think you can... That's a, I think the premise of, like, find, finding ways to entertain yourself on a mundane thing like public transit, which everyone can relate to or whatever, uh, those, the, what
4: was the, you, you're
5: going to fuck a guy? You just got to kind of expand on each,
4: each of them? Oh, like when the train stops, because we're we're so crowded that we're face-to-face. So oh, the train stops, all right. Well, then you explain bump. that then, because uh, I didn't,
5: I was like, wait, what? You're just going to fucking train stop and I got to fucking rape some dude. Like, I didn't quite
4: get that, but. uh what's consensual. Anyway, keep going.
5: Yeah, but uh, yeah, just expand, expand on those and just come up with like, if you come up with 12 of them, Mm-hmm. Then you'll have a, a, you'll definitely have a solid three or four. Okay. You know what I mean? Just and just because that's the great thing. It's, it, it, uh the crowd is gonna, you know, uh, be with it and be like, oh yeah, I've been on the bus and fucking I'm bored of shit. And maybe the next time they're on the bus, they'll think Ken fucking Suzuki. You know what I mean? It's it's a it's a great uh, premise to, to start from. Just keep building on more and more weird examples and all that, and uh, yeah, and, and beat more women to death. There you go. Good shit. All right.
6: Mm-hmm. and so they seemed like tags upon each other. Okay. But you kept, like, setting them up like it was something to present as uh, opposed to, like, landing them so on each like other. So just, like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, it, yeah, it okay. just seems like they were all tags that should be linked together. Okay.
4: Um, can I ask you guys a question? There's a, there's two jokes here I actually really wanted to hear feedback on. They're, like, the dumb, the, the really small dumb ones, though. It was uh, the concept of taking up running to you know, outrun your personal demons. And um, the concept of lifting like a weight, co- like, weight of guilt or something off your consciousness. Okay. And S- uh, the- Is there any, there's any direction that's going to be taken? Cause I, Where's the twist at? Well, I started running, pause. Like, I've started actually you know, taking up running, pause, you know, to out, and I'm trying to, say, like, to outrun, so I can outrun my demons or so I can escape my demons. Because you think I'm running, I'm exercising. But you'd have to run so fucking. You'd have to run to Portland just to
0: get like, right service maybe. You didn't really set up the emotional like where does that thing sort of come from? Okay, and then uh, that's true, the, yeah, if you were like uh like I'm so fucked up, like Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You set up like think about it, that's very Rodney Dangerfield when you mention it like that, you're like, oh yeah, yeah. you know you'll take up yeah I can totally see Rodney da- that's a Rodney Dangerfield joke if he does at that angle. It's pretty good. And in with the persona
4: that I was presenting kinda of like happy go lucky, it could still go through with a joke like that?
6: Yeah, I just think it has no like previous context. Okay. It just kind of pops out no two-liner. Like, about? Okay. Yeah.
4: And then um same with lifting the weight of like guilt and shame off my conscience.
7: It's it's the same Okay. It's the same joke just adding I uh, I don't mean in, that in a bad way. It's like duplicating the same right play on words so, which mm-hmm. I think adds to it, but yeah, there needs to be context cuz especially with the running one we know you, when you say the weightlifting, like we already kind of know it's going that way. Mm-hmm. So
0: yeah, I, and I, th- I think
2: it'd be a good good setup for like including a third one that just completely, just like that whatever comedy pattern um, where you just break that theme entirely. Okay. Um, yeah.
0: I think. Uh, I mean, it doesn't matter what you say. I mean, it, in a way, it does. Words do do have meaning, but uh, it doesn't with stand-up. It doesn't matter necessarily what you're saying word-wise. It's, how I say it. No, like, dude, uh, like ninety percent of like ninety percent of language is body. Um, so, like, you have like everybody thinks it's all about words and everything else. Like, dude, with a face or your actual overall, a setup can be a lot of. And I'll do this quite often. I'll get laughs out of fucking awkwardness. Um, a setup can be a lot more than just words. So, you may, I mean, if you want to outrun demons, maybe you should set it up with the overall mood of acting like you're messed up or admitting that you're messed up. Be genuine. Okay. I don't I think, know, um, or fucking blow a kazoo. I don't. F- I don't fucking know. And then my last one is the question
4: I have about uh, where I compare a cat to having a child.
7: Uh, I don't know if everyone would uh, relate to cats being cuter than children. I don't yeah. know if cute's the way to go.
0: Yeah, I mean this, but you at the same the time design? too. It's also one yeah, of those things.
7: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, how annoying, like loud it is, or something that really, like, why what, do you have a cat versus not a child? Yeah, where are is you at in it? it's so cute.
4: Mm-hmm. Or it's like, I uh, agree with her. Okay, so you'd be take it somewhere else, like because put, I can let it, I can leave. A,
0: it's like a child; that can leave home all day, and CPS won't be we called. Well, put yeah, yeah like but that. that's a common angle. Put it, you know, oh, but yeah, along those I lines. Just, but put put yourself more into it, like where you feel like. You can never go more wrong being more it being more in depth than a joke. Does that make sense? My like uh, like I, the first time I ever heard of that was actually Michael Stipe, REM. Uh, he said that the only time he started writing jo- uh, not jokes, comedy, his music's comedy. No, the the first only time he ever started writing songs that started getting relatable was when he went really personal. So the more personal, the more in depth, and the more you that's in every single one of your jokes, the funnier you're ultimately going to be. Does that make sense? The more relatable you're going to be. If you Does that make sense? Like when yeah, when you're singing everybody hurts and everybody's like, "Uh, you know, when people are crying and fucking cutting themselves." They're like, "I thought I was the only one that felt that way." It's that true laugh. That's where laughter comes from. It's that relatability, mm-hmm. the human relation. Yeah, everybody God.
7: hurts sometimes. sometimes. Exactly. That's the kicker.
0: Exactly. So think about that, Michael Stipe. Put yourself more into – Can I be more into this? If it's 100% you, no one can ever replicate it. And then guess what? You have to be booked. Like, no one else could be booked. Yeah, you don't want to be a Gallagher. I be not Nat- John, actual regular Gallagher.
4: Right. I want not be Natal.
0: Thank yeah. You. His fucking brother does his act. Like, the does his act. Guys, round of applause for Kid Suzuki. Hey, hey, hey. All right, guys, I'm excited. We got the powerhouse, we got uh, the legend. We have the one and only Roman Leo to the stage. Yeah, how's it
9: going, man? A
6: good,
9: uh, comedy obstacle course up here, you guys. Got uh, fucking cords everywhere. It's like a spider's nest. Fucking blank stairs. I like it. This is how I do best. Yeah, you do. No stakes. Not ready. Um. Uh, let's bye. see. What's all the? Right. Uh, I. I uh, bye, bye. Here's an offensive joke. I shouldn't say on the radio, but nobody'll ever hear 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 it. So let's see. Let's see if this one is too much. Um, like, I I know that uh you know, race doesn't matter, and it's all about like your cultural experience, you know, when you grow up, right? Skin color doesn't matter. And I also know that black people don't like me because of the way that I look. You know? And I'm just like ha, you know, ha you know, I get it. But you have a lot of southern white DNA too. <laughs> All right, smiles. That was good. That's a terrible thing and I'll never say anywhere else. is fun though. You can just you can just go for it. Um my favorite porn yeah. is female Yeah, yeah. p o v sixty nine porn oh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm a feminist you guys um <laughs> that's just so much fun to just write this shit i uh i i, I went over to uh uh i did the bart station Open mic, and fucking—that's always a blast to just yell at a bunch of street punks in the middle of the night. Yeah, I've been—I was—I drive for Lyft or whatever, some rideshare company. All of them, um, and uh, it was fun on Halloween. I was driving around, people would be like, uh, get in the car, be like, uh, you know, I'd be like, I have candy. Uh, you guys want some candy? But it's in the trunk. You know. <sighs> You got to get in the trunk to get the, and the, whatever. So they they think that's a corny joke. And uh, what came of that was that I had a lot, like a whole trunk full of melted candy the next day. And, uh, which sounds gross, but uh, you guys have probably never had a full glass of liquid trunk candy. <laughs> it's delicious, you guys. Right? I just squirted all those Hershey's out of their little packages into a glass and drank it. It was wonderful. Right? Yeah. Uh, this is—you guys can gang up on me. I don't care with your fucking silence and lack, lack of interest in my lack uh, in my f- new, new jokes that are not funny yet. Um, I don't care. Sometimes I'll gang up on people in the car if it's like if it's if there's like. If there's like two people ganging up on one person, then it's kind of like two people are being dicks. But if there's like three people ganging up on one person, then it's like, "Oh fuck, this the mob is here." You know, they might, you know, string me up or something. That's just kind of fun. I was like this one guy was in the car and uh he, I was I was uh, we were talking about Ohio or whatever and he's like, "Ohio sucks. And I was like, "Please, like Great Lakes, the Erie right there, largest body of fresh water in the world." And uh His friend was paying for this lift ride, so uh, I was like, "You're an idiot!" Because, or I skipped this part, but he said he didn't believe me that that was the largest body of fresh water in the world, and I was like, "Don't you remember, you know, from school or whatever? You're an idiot!" And I told him to eat a dick, and then uh, you know, because there was like I had the other two people in the car on my side, right? It's like two Mormon missionaries show up on your doorstep, they're assholes, but if it's a fucking mob with Fucking torches, then maybe you should clean up your lawn. You know, like, <laughs> you know, it's just like strength in numbers, you guys. Want you on my side when we, when we fucking take this retard mutiny into the booth and strangle Ethan. Um, cool. I meet a lot of comedians. They tell me that they have no friends, zero friends. I feel bad for them. Nice guys too, like Jim McVeigh, and. Uh, well, not at the point he told me that he didn't have any friends. And I, I was like, dude, I feel bad for you, but I am not going to be your friend. <laughs> I I do not want to be that first guy. Like I don't want to be the one on the head of that spear, you know? Like let's come keep me in the fucking second tier of like other friends, all right? There's something wrong with you if you're fucking charismatic and nice and for some reason there's oh, you have zero friends, but you're nice and everybody likes you. What's the fuck there's, you know, Something fucking wrong with you, you fucking Jeffrey Dahmer fucking freak. Drive from Concord to sit at the airport all night and and drive people. He 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 drives one night a week for Uber and uh, and 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 he just drives to the airport and then drives people back from the airport and then drives back to the airport. And I think it like when you sit because you have to wait half an hour on Uber every time at the airport. So he's making like. Ten dollars an hour and driving like three hundred miles a night, like he's the guy's fucking crazy, you guys. I was shitting, and then uh, he said he got mad because he was taking footage of a famous uh, Bay Area comedian, Joe Klosek, uh at the punchline, and uh, some other comedians were talking shit, and it got on the audio, on the on the on the camera, and uh, he's like, somebody ruined my footage, and I was like your footage of another comedian performing at the punchline that didn't ask you to record him you know and don't show that to joe because you know we were saying that he looked fat and was drunk you know like (laughs) Uh, so anyway that's the the week in comedy you guys people tell me i look like a civil war ghost and i'm just like you know which side north east i don't remember fucking you can find me just around town Maybe I'll make a loaf of peanut butter and jerky sandwiches. You know, keep them in the freezer. Peanut butter and beef jerky's great. You just pull them out; they're frozen. Eat them anytime. Uh, this kind of shit. You can, this you can. I like fucking Mark. You could be my Ed McMahon, dude. You'd just be like, I make a rape joke, and you're like, Hey, oh, uh, you know, oh, non-consensual. Yes. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> or, yes. <laughs> non-consensual. You know, that'd be funny if Johnny Carson made a rape joke. Um, Nobody knows. You don't know who Johnny Carson is. You're like yeah, 20. You're like 19. Oh. <laughs> you're not middle-aged and fat like me. What well, you watch Johnny Carson? Sorry. Not anymore. But I, you know, I still love the idea of him and Ed McMahon, you know? Nobody does it like them. Uh, Anyway, Ethan lives in a bus. I've seen the tour bus, or the, the Segway tours go by and they catch him like Pooing, standing up. And I'm just like, he's not retarded. I know he poos standing up, but. Um, <laughs> I, I just because you're here. and it's hard to do my jokes. So it, it is. It is. They're bad. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I like your guys' enthusiasm as a crowd. I could see you at the fucking audience Olympics. You could go far. You know, you could see you at a Trump rally shouting death to America or something. I don't know.
0: That's exactly what a bad comedian does. Blames the audience for no laughs.
9: Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm still mad. I'm just going to keep going until you make me stop. No. I'm still mad that my fucking girlfriend's boobs don't get more likes on Instagram. I'm like, they're, total, they're clothed. It's perfectly acceptable. They haven't been deleted. They're good boobs. And nobody's fucking hearting them. I'm like, do you know how many years it took me to find like, a girl like, my, like with as many boobs as my high school girlfriend?
0: I <laughs> fucking appreciate my girlfriend's boobs you guys. I think it's because people like your girlfriend Better than they like you
9: ah! Well dude I try I fucking shave my chest and now I look gay Like there's, I have a landing strip that goes all the way up to my neck And then down my back Do you shave, my you shave for her? You shave <laughs> her? does that sound like a joke to you? No I don't shave anything I refuse I have 4 inch straight pubic hair It's blonde on my balls Four inches, huh?
0: Mm-hmm. Now, that it completely is that, is that completely approximately dick, or is it uh,
9: precisely? Drink, it drink Anybody else embarrassed when their dick is flaccid, like their girlfriend will be rubbing your dick for like 10 minutes and you're, you're too tired? You've been working, you work 50 hours that week, and she's just rubbing your dick and nothing's happening. I'm like, how embarrassing for you to just be touching a flaccid penis for that long?
0: Like, you know, moisturize your hands or something, you know? Like, I know, I don't know. Well, any questions, guys, from the audience towards Roman Leo's comedy? I,
9: I like you, gender-neutral person.
4: <laughs> I prefer to go by the pronoun gender-neutral no, n- Z. Now, <laughs> the first joke of yours, don't throw it away. Okay. There's a lot to go. Do you, even if you don't feel like it landed... Uh-huh. Land on anything tonight, I think with the right audience, or if you just tweak a few weight, of a little bit of the wording or delivery. That's a funny, that's a funny joke.
9: All right, what joke was it?
4: Um, oh, you all have Southern white DNA in you too. Oh two. my God, It <laughs> was so offensive.
9: I just something I came There's up no. with in the car today. I'm not gonna do that joke again. You're brand new. You suck. Don't talk to me. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm sorry. just work with it. Just keep all right. It.
5: Well, that segues into. I'm sorry for trying to give you a tag. Okay. Obviously. But the, uh, the melted candy drink, okay. liquid candy, yes. uh, I invented ma- mashup candies. Like I got a Baby Ruth with a Snickers with a whatever. It's fuck- fucking delicious. You guys are blowing it. Something like that. But yeah. yeah what's a, it. I, yeah. W- yeah. But, but no, it's just like just, the liquid candy uh, I, was fun. I
9: will as soon as you explain to me what was surprising about
0: that. Uh, no, I got it. I got what you do. What you do is like, yeah, people don't want to eat my candy out of the truck of my car or whatever. Like, and now, uh, you know... Uh, Guys, it's kind of weird making a smoothie, blah blah blah. Something about melted chocolate candy in chloroform.
9: Oh, fuck you, you. Know? that didn't make any sense either.
0: You know what I'm saying? Next like, guy, <laughs> <laughs> test to the stage. All right, go ahead.
7: And- uh, the point about ganging up on people in your lift ride,
0: yeah, that was
9: long winded, but thank you for noticing,
7: y- yes. Um, I didn't follow, three's, it's two, two, it's mean, three's a mob?
9: I think so, right?
7: I think two is mean, three, you better rethink what, like, your original, like, that guy better rethink his life, which seemed yeah. to be the point. Uh, yeah,
9: it was, I get uh, long-winded, yeah. but yeah, that was my idea. Okay. It was like, it's like two, is like, you have two older sisters, They're they treat you like shit, you know? They're jerks. Or, or
0: I think you're reflecting but, right now, deflecting. You have guess, two older sisters. I guess
9: what I'm trying to say is like it's like it's like some of us can have a loving sisters being ganged up on can be just like two people as assholes. Fuck them. Right. I'm not going to listen to them. But three people, all of a sudden,
0: the whole society's against me. Can I ask you, Roman, did you feel that your older sisters yes. were, were mean? Do you feel that they didn't love you?
9: Uh, they, 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 I learned that there's no such thing as sort of reciprocity, if that's what you're asking. Did
0: they hold you down and dress you in girls' clothes? Yes. <laughs> Is that why you dress so manly now?
9: Well, that's why my, my parents always said that they'd name me Roman, because they're like, we got to give him something that's masculine, and I've just been overcompensating. They were going to name me Claude if I was a girl. I don't know.
0: You look like a Claude. Thank you.
7: Uh, that summation you made just there were... Yeah, two, two, or being a dick. That was, I think you could just take that and put it in, and it would follow. Okay. Better.
9: All right. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I'll th- I'm. I'm going to analyze that. Part any, uh, any more for you.
0: Roman? Why is that? Yeah. Yeah. Round of applause for Romaleo, guys. Roman. Thank you very much. I love all of you. All right. Are we down to the the one, the final, the final? Uno. Uno now. Late joiner, guys. We'll get him up though. Let's big round of applause for Mr. Leo Zinger. Yeah. Professional.
3: At this level, why? Um. Hey, guys. Oh, shit. I think... Roman, let me critique your jokes. I think you're a genius. All your jokes are funny. Don't listen to these fucking pukes, because... (laughs) Did fucking Picasso have a group of people telling him how to fucking draw his paintings? Did Michelangelo have a bunch of fucking sculptors? Yes. Group group gang up on him and, and giving him advice? They both did. Did Jackson Pollock fucking all right (laughs) so are we all so anyway so uh, let me just say by my con by um. in conclusion roman leo remember this all jokes matter so don't you ever throw away any of them Uh, that's good i like that as a tag for the right (laughs) As long as you say that in the end, they fucking forgive whatever you say it's cool uh i I don't drink and uh i never I'm working out this joke because I don't drink, and uh people say it's good uh, because I will never kill anybody driving drunk uh I'll never fucking bankrupt myself or never beat my wife whatever I, I don't even have a wife but like But I think it's, uh, there's a downside to that too. I think not drinking has ruined my life, seriously. Because fucking, okay, so yeah, I may may have saved a life or two by not drinking and driving, but also I have murdered a bunch of people like by not drinking because I have not, uh, I missed a lot of parties because I don't drink. I might have uh, hooked up with a bunch of women and had a bunch of babies, you know, that I wouldn't wouldn't know otherwise, you know. So I murdered them inadvertently, I think. I murdered those babies by not having, <laughs> by not drinking. Uh, that's the downside of it. That's a weird logic, but I'll go with that. Um, I have uh, this, uh, you know, I've told this joke before like i grew up in actually overseas i grew up in china and uh there's one thing i really like in america is we have everything including sex ad and it's really vital we don't realize how like in china i grew up and i know sex ad at all and uh you don't realize until you like i i know i knew nothing about my own body growing up like i for like one thing i didn't even know i have a i had a penis until i was 18 years old i, I seriously did. I didn't know, I was like, what, the, what, what do I do with this? I was like, I, maybe i just pee out of it. Maybe i just pee out of it. But but then I started masturbating. Uh, it was cool, but, but then I still didn't know what a woman's body looked like, you know? You know, like fuck, do you have any idea how much imagination it takes for you to jerk off to something you've never seen? Do you? It's fucking, awful. It's like, a, yeah, yeah, I'm going to come on whatever you have down there, yeah, you're going to fucking. Huh? What did it look like in your imagination? I, I, I fucking didn't have an idea. I, I thought it, was, it would be not, just not like my penis. That, that's all I was hoping for, okay? <laughs> I hated my penis. I didn't want anything to look like that. Just anything that didn't look like it would be good. <laughs> much prettier I would say um, my uh, okay so I was uh, thinking about this this I told this joke before but I'm not really actually I people's like people sometimes make fun of me because I'm Asian but I'm not really that Asian actually I'm pretty Americanized now and uh, <laughs> like one thing <laughs> like one. <laughs> Seriously, I'm like a mixed. I have mixed culture. I'm not particularly Asian. I'm like half and half. Like if you come to my house, uh, I I would only ask you to take off one shoe. Like that's how <laughs> mixed I am. Like you can pick like which one you want to take off. It's up to you. I, I, I have um,
6: you know, what else
3: I wrote. I wrote a few jokes yesterday. I remember. In the dim of light. Oh, yeah. Um, I used to drink, actually. I used to drink a lot in college, and I quit now. Uh, Me and my buddy used to play this drinking game. It's called, um, uh, it's called Whenever the Fuck You Feel Like It. So the drinking game is called Whenever the Fuck You Feel Like It. The the rule is uh, you take a drink whenever the fuck you felt like it. You know, that's that's the rule. That's the only rule you have. You can play it anywhere. You can play it even alone, by yourself. You just drink whenever the fuck you feel like it. That's the only game we played. And um, I, um, I'm glad, like uh, I have a kind of a blue, uh, not blue, like a white color job. And uh, I always wonder, have you ever wondered like uh, where your shit goes? No, like, seriously, I, it's, I, I know it's a random, but, like, you take a, you take a shit and then it goes somewhere, and, uh, but, like, that's a mystery to me. I know there's a sewage system and everything, but I'm, I, like, I'm just amazed. Have you ever thought about how much shit, like, a, like, this entire city, like, San Francisco, people in San Francisco would take every day? It would be tons, it would be, I would bet, like, be 30 tons or something, right? It would be some in that figure. I'd be like, right, I know there's a sewage treatment system somewhere, but fucking still before the treatment, there's got to be fucking, they have have to gather that shit in a pool, right? A huge pool of it before they start processing it, right? It's got to be some kind of a fucking, somewhere, some guy has seen that fucking pool, the pool of shit. And they have to fucking have a monitor, uh, the guy monitor it every day to make sure it doesn't overflow and shit. You know, that's, uh, you know, those kind of, those are the kind of people that are my heroes. I know like firemen, policemen, they're they're good, but fucking the people who monitor that pool, man, I got to give them a medal every day because I can't handle that job. I don't know about you guys. I could not have that. I don't care if they, how much they pay me. Those are the only people I think that have a legitimate complaint when they go home every day they fucking, they can complain about their, their job. You know, like, like, like their wife like, oh, honey, how's your day? Uh, it's kind of a crappy, day. it's a shitty day. It's, I had to deal with a ton of shit, literally. It was awful, so that's the kind of job. All right, thank you very much. Don't you dare critiquing my jokes. Don't, I will fight you. Hand-to-hand combat with each one of you, if you dare say... You any, don't want any uh, critiques? I uh, just fucking... No, it's... Uh, it's they're called... They're called... Uh, new uh, asshole. I don't w- care. I don't w- fucking care.
0: Uh, they're called Waste uh, Treatment. Waste Management? Waste, right? waste Management, Waste Treatment yes. Center. Yes,
3: didn't uh, like uh, Tony Soprano work for that? He fucking... He was the one guy who... garbage. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's not shit, okay.
0: Yeah. Big money and shit. A lot I'm of money I'm sure in that. of it, because you got to pay people a lot of money to do that, man. No, I mean, like, the whole thing. Like, it's good, man. It's a, you know.
3: But am I right? It's got to be a fucking pool, right? Somewhere.
7: Uh, I really like that you had a joke about poo and shit, and then uh, (laughs) you kept, when you said it a lot, and then you said, Am I right and (laughs) shit?
3: Am I right and shit? Did I say that? Yeah. Okay. I don't even know what I've fucking said on stage.
7: Uh, I also like when you said out of nowhere, uh, But I've murdered a bunch of people. What? And then got back around to the logic? I loved it.
3: What did I say? I <laughs> murdered people. I murdered people? You committed
9: the murder. then you, you snuffed out a lot of
7: non. And then you, got, yeah, then you got to the logic about unborn babies that you never had.
3: Oh, yeah, I murdered people. Oh, in that sense. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I got I to start, start listening to what I say, I think. <laughs> that would be a good idea, I think. I got to start fucking, start paying attention to what the fuck I say, yeah. Uh, that's, that's actually all my exes complain about me. I, I don't fucking care what I say and I don't listen to, to myself or them. <laughs> it's bad. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, yeah. So go ahead, go ahead. Here's an example, I, I just fucking interrupted you. Go ahead. What oh else? no,
7: it's fine. I was also gonna say, uh, I really like the bit about not drinking. Um, I'd be careful about telling the joke about um, do whatever the, f- drink whatever you want. Yeah. This, uh, in, in the same set as I don't drink. Or at least like, at least oh. set it up as I don't drink anymore.
3: Yeah, yeah, that, uh, I quit drinking. That's it. Yeah. yeah. That's a premise, like, uh, I quit drinking, I used to drink a lot. And I used to play this drinking game with yeah. my friends. So. Yeah,
7: because uh, I don't know. Maybe when you were drinking a lot, you did have a bunch of babies.
3: <laughs> oh. Oh, I, oh. And I you wish. went back and just killed them because all individually
0: I, I, with a hammer?
3: I wish I had babies. It, it was, they were nice. Now, is that,
0: do you, now, you just said that. Is that because your internal clock is ticking, Ro, uh, Roman? Ha, <laughs> ha. We'll call you Roman. Yeah,
3: dude. Look, it, even my – I'm 46. I'm going to turn 47 in a month. And even my fucking boss is trying to set me up with someone now. So you want to have like, babies? Is it that it what you're saying? The entire community, like, the pressure, I feel the pressure, <laughs> village. even the, like, fucking, it's crazy. Like, I feel like I have... You
0: and Roman thing. should adopt a baby together. You guys are both in your 40s.
3: And we're both not gay. So and
0: not gay. It wouldn't it be weird? Just let, be raise it on the comedy to, scene.
3: Wouldn't it, like, isn't my it... straight
0: dads. Yeah. But you don't want... Like, <laughs> my two straight want, dad comedians. You
3: probably have... Like, I feel
0: baby is alright, Roman. Yeah, baby. Dead ones for sure. (laughs) Dead ones? Well, any other fun stuff for uh, Leo Zinger?
3: No, man. I'm just gonna be uh, preparing myself for a sad holiday. If I make it through without killing myself, it's a success. Because there's nothing like a holiday that can depress a single guy. You know, a lot of people commit suicide during the holidays. If I don't get invited to a fucking Thanksgiving dinner or something, I would definitely off myself. Yeah. <laughs> There's no question about it. I won't make it. But my sister has already invited me, but I don't want to go because... Because she's going to nag me about, you know, getting a girlfriend, whatever, and all that. It's like, oh. And she's in Pennsylvania all the way there. I don't... It's cold and everything.
0: Yeah. I think your better option is to kill yourself, actually. Yeah, instead of going I think to Pennsylvania. So too. I'm
3: glad someone sees it my way.
0: All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Roman Lee, our Leo Singer. Sorry. All right. Well, podcast is over. Thank you, everyone. I, uh, Yeah, I'm Pam Benjamin. Have a wonderful night. Thank you. Bye.
7: gun in his hand would he shoot his brother and sister down i
6: rambled around from town to town i rambled around from town to town
8: and they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle was that the vigilante men have
7: you seen that vigilante man have you seen that vigilante man i've heard his name all over the land